Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host, whose team should interview some coaches, but probably won't. But probably won't. Yeah. I mean, there's not like, there's nothing wrong with Sala, but I feel like you'd rather have Rabel. I, I like Sala. I think he's a good dude, but it's not very often that you have like this caliber of head coaching hires available on the market. Obviously, I don't think we'd have a realistic shot at landing Belichick um, for some reason. Uh, (laughs) But he could still, you know, slide into some DMs, you know, just hit up, hit up Rabel like, hey, you still up, baby? He's still available. If Belichick did stay around, where do you think he would go? Like if he's not retiring, what do you think he's like? Where do you oh, think he's, I, he's not retiring. He, yeah, I so, 100% don't think he is. I actually think Atlanta makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, that was one. They make sense for Vrabel or Belichick. I also thought the Raiders kind of make sense because uh, they want to splash higher if they don't keep Pierce. And Brady's right. a partial owner there. Brady is a partial owner there. I think a really big thing with Bill is the owner. And that's why I like the Falcons, just because Arthur Blank is pretty hands-off. He's more of a tell-me-what-you-need kind of owner, which I really appreciate. Um, mm-hmm. so, so they were kind of saying, like, oh, like, what about the Panthers? There is absolutely no <laughs> way Bill would go to the Panthers with that yeah. owner. Like, Tepper has basically already solidified that there's no way they would get Belichick. Uh, the Commanders just signed a GM. Yeah, the, and, the Niners guy, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that removes them from Belichick consideration, but it might. I don't know if he wants to go somewhere with all that new stuff happening. So That's also true. Yeah, That's like I think the guess. Falcons actually make kind of the most sense. I've I've heard a lot that there's like a quote there's a playoff team that is like interested, quote unquote, and there's mutual interest. And I was looking through like playoff teams and my best guess is were the Steelers if they decided to move on from Tomlin or uh-huh. the the Bucks? That that would be really funny if Belichick went to the Bucks. <laughs> I, um, I found that a little entertaining too. But the Steelers one made a lot of sense in terms of like they will keep you pretty much as long as you want. <laughs> like, yeah, they'll they'll keep him till he retires. The main thing for him will just be getting a quarterback. But, he probably likes their uh, what they've got to just offensive line blocking, you know, good defense. Yeah, like imagine him with Darnell Washington, like that'd be fun at least. That would be fun. He, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the one thing I'm like, yeah, you know. I mean i I think there are two NFC coaches that could get fired if they were to lose, like badly. Like I'll say it right now: if McCarthy loses to the Packers, I think he's gone. Um. Just Probably. hands down. And I think if Sirianni loses to the Bucks, 
I don't think they necessarily like are want to get rid of him. It's I, sort of I think like, he'll be hot seated. He'll definitely be hot seated, and if they're like, "Hey, if we can get Belichick," like, I'm sorry, Sirianni, we don't think you're like a bad coach, but you know, <laughs> there's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. I think both of them, like, for what it's worth, I I don't think you know they're gonna get like blown out either of them, but. No. There's still a lot that's going to happen. Yeah, we, weirdly, the Cowboys are one of my more confident picks this weekend. But um, me too. We'll get. We'll get we'll go there. At, yeah. So getting into these games. So Pittsburgh, uh, they're going to Buffalo, um, in what is going to be looking like a terrible weather game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we won't know until game time. You right before game time, how it is. But at the moment, um, it's looking rough, cold, windy, probably snowing during the game, which. Snow isolated, I'm not, like, that worried on, but it's the, like, wind and everything else. So the total's the now down to 33.5. Aye, aye, aye. I actually, personally, like the over here. Um, and it's I liked it so at, low. Yeah, I liked it at 35.5, too. And it's kind of just, like, that's really low. And I kind of think the Steelers should be able to take it, like... Okay, <laughs> in a vacuum, I would probably not bet the over-under just because I would kind of expect the Bills to just kind of score and the Steelers to just not. But I don't really expect the Bills to, you know, fail offensively. And I kind of yeah. expect the Steelers to take advantage of the snow and run the ball a lot and get some more points than usual. So I'm actually... I'm actually on the over as well as Pittsburgh covering the spread. I, I would be more confident in that because, like, even if it stays under or, like, at this gross of a total when you're at 34, like, a nine-point spread is, is a lot, like, relatively in all of it. So Nine is a lot. Yeah. It's, nine is a lot against a team that is really good with run blocking in a snowy, shitty, like, cold wind game. Yeah, because we're basically in like 12 to 21, like more or less here. So, yeah. and, and I like, think this is more yeah. like a 20 to 16 game. Yeah, like it's the weather thing's tough because we're we're still so we're recording this Friday night. This is the first game on Sunday. So like at this point, we've got decent, a decent idea. But if you know, so the temperatures will be cold. It'll be like 20s. The, the wind's the main thing. Like, it's probably going to snow. It's basically how how snowy is it? And then how what level of the wind? Is it 20-mile-an-hour wind? Not great, but not terrible. Is it 30-mile-an-hour wind with some higher gusts? Like, that gets pretty bad. So, there's a lot to keep to it. But some of the guys I kind of like regardless. Like, I'll get to... Okay, so Kincaid kicking it off. Um, I like him kind of regardless. Because I think his role is, is good with you know good or bad weather obviously the better weather is better because they're giving him some more stuff down the field a little bit now but he's i mean it's it's a good tight end matchup he's a short reliable target in in bad weather so i, I think he's a solid option uh regardless and like on this slate um if we don't have laporta which we'll get to in a bit if we will then like the tight end position kind of sucks without him so there's like yeah there's not much a tight end in this in this three gamer so well I mean, I like next games. Yeah, but that's like one other if Laporta sits. So, like, <laughs> if Laporta sits, we've got like two viable tight ends, basically. Yeah. 
No, I like Kincaid. I assume mm-hmm. he is less expensive than somebody like Ferguson. Yeah, I think they're like a hundred apart, basically. That's not very much. Yeah, that, that's but, that's what I've kind of been going back and forth with with the weather getting real bad. Yeah, I do tend to like running with the tight end, um, and I do think both teams should be running and using their tight ends. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Najee, yeah, so yeah, Najee, I think we both like here. <laughs> yeah, he's in a really good spot. He's got really good blocking. Um, if he gets a full head of steam, I can't imagine how hard it is to bring him down in like really freezing cold weather. Yeah, he's he's he is the snow running back. Like yeah. we like James Cook a lot, but I don't know how Buffalo's gonna feel about him in this weather because like they've been really cautious with him on his ball security this year. Like when he's fucked up, they've just yanked him. Yeah. So I think there is a like trapdoor there with him. It's it's basically like Cook Cook is like very you know, the, he's like the typical GPP player, we'll call it. Like if if they ride him all game, if he gets like if he gets twenty touches, like James Cook with twenty touches, like is insane. That's like, that's what you hope and dream for in any game when you play James Cook. Mm-hmm. But the other side is he fumbles on the first drive and they just play Leonard Fournette all game. Yeah, and I act, I do have a lineup with Leonard Fournette because he is dummy cheap. Is he like is he like four K or? Let me see. Let me pull four four it looks like yeah. Yeah, I kept ending up with exactly four four left over. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? If they're at the one and Jalen doesn't want to get speared in the head, they're just give it to Fournette because he'll bolt, you know, just bulldoze his way. Yeah, this is like pretty much what they got him for is like yeah. this type of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say though, so looking at the slate as a whole, like Cook and Najee are like are both pretty not that popular. They're both around twenty percent. So definitely not bad on it. Like there's a lot of good running back options on this slate actually, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I like Najee. The the run matchup's kind of weird because like the the year long data doesn't reflect it well enough for Pittsburgh. But the run matchup's fine, and the weather kind of changes that factor a bit too. Yeah, the run matchup's good for Buffalo too. Actually, it actually looks really good for Buffalo. So that's why like I do have that interest in James Cook. Mm-hmm. But like we've just never seen Buffalo like. We haven't seen Buffalo play well in Buffalo weather. It's the problem. I know, right? <laughs> I do think they finally, finally figured out that they need to have that aspect. My worry is just, it does it get spread around a lot? Is it a lot of Jalen rushing? You know, a good amount of Cook rushing, but then also, like, do they fucking give Fournette goal line carries? Um, who's the other guy? Ty Johnson? Uh, yeah, Ty Johnson. Like, does he is get he... in there? Yeah, I think he, he, got he was cussed. He's fine now, though. Okay. So they have him and yeah, Latavius, who are all good to go. And I'm just yeah, Latavius was inactive last week. They have kind of replaced him with Fournette, which is probably the right move. Oh yeah, it, it is for sure the right move. <laughs> um, but so before we get to the rest of this game, though, so yeah, injury wise, we were kind of talking about it. So, um, Gabe is out. Um, Taylor wraps out. I don't think we're going to have Russell Douglas. He hasn't practiced, um, so I'm, I'm assuming he's out. Which, man, if this weather were good, this would be, like, a really great spot for Pickens. But, like, it's tough because, I like, I want to I use him, but it's not really, like, that might be a showdown thing. But, like, on the whole slate, it's tough to kind of risk that. Um, so, on the Steelers' side, though. This is a though, great game for Rasul Douglas to miss. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this is <laughs> the best time you could hope for, pretty much. Um 
So missing on the Pittsburgh side, obviously TJ Watt's going to be out. And then uh, Thompson, the other safety, got put on IR. But Minka's going to be back. And uh, KZ got activated um, from, like, the suspension list. So they'll have him and Minka. So they'll they'll be fine at safety, actually, for once. Yeah. Which, I mean, fuck because it just... I'm pretty sure he ruined my uh I guess he obliterated uh Pittman, he right? He killed Pittman, yeah. And I lost by like yeah. one and a half points. So I missed yeah. two quarters of Pittman. Ugh. And he like he was he got like he got hurt really early and he already had like eight points or something. Yeah, I know. Oh bullshit. He was dumb. Fuck that guy. He shouldn't even be playing. He got suspended for was it four games? Yeah. Yeah, so he's back in time for this. Um hopefully he doesn't hurt anyone else. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to mention Shakir. Um, I'd also want to mention Hardy. Um, so, or maybe I should mention Knox instead. That might be more accurate because <laughs> like there's going to need, there's going to need to be another guy out there and like thinking through, okay, like Shakir did well last week, Hardy, they get design touches, but honestly like Knox, that probably want to go a lot of two tight end and he's another short target. He does get a little dropsies sometimes, but I think. That will probably be the way to go. Which he, how much is he? So I think he's like three k. Is he? Um, he's two nine. So if you need if you need to like dig it tight end a little bit and save some money, or if you just need to put him in your flex spot, which I think on three gamers fine. So yeah, that would be my guess as they go more two tight end with with Knox. I mean, I can see it, especially if they are going to focus on running, keeping things short. Hmm. That's my uh, assumption there. Um, I will say. I really can't endorse Diggs. No. He just, he's been kind of ass for the past month, and we all know what he's capable of, but uh, for him, I need to see it first before I use him in anything. Maybe he'll turn it on for the playoffs, but... Yeah, this isn't the game I want to, like, test it, though. Like, in this weather and against Joey Porter. Right, exactly. Because my assumption is Pittsburgh is going to try to be super aggro, and just like press a lot with with this bad weather and like you know go okay it's gonna be too gross to really like get toasted like that so they're gonna just hope they can manage that but the other side of that is if they do that and they get beat it's really hard to recover sometimes so yeah we do know the Steelers are liable for one and it's not gonna be Gabe Davis so who's it gonna be so that, that's kind of why I had Shakir and Hardy in here. Um, I like, yeah, I think it's Shakir. Because th- they both get some, like, design touches or screens that they'll get. Like, Shakir, like, gets more, like, long dot targets Yes. than Hardy. But th- they both kind of get some design touches, so... Hardy's a little shiftier in the short game. Yeah. Right? And Khalil Shakir is like a little more deep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, so. I'm kind of on Shakir as well. Yeah. It's always tough for, though. <laughs> yeah. For me for me, that's that's kind of showdown only. I don't want to go Oh, for sure. Much much of the value from this game just because we got some really good value in the next games. But with that, is there any is there anyone else in this game you want to mention before we go on to those uh, juicier games? Um maybe I should mention Muth. I don't love him. I there are other tight ends that I want to go with. Even though I like Najee and I tend to like the tight end and the run game sort of thing. That, to me, is sort of the area of the field for the Bills you don't want to attack. And and I think this this kind of an exception, given the 
the conditions. Right. So. Well, I mean, I like... I, what I'm saying is I like Kincaid more than I like... Oh, okay, Muth. gotcha. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like, Muth is cheap, so, like, if you if you have to get him to, like, fit the rest of it, I don't hate it. But for, for Pittsburgh, like, I... In in showdown it's a little more open, but in 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 the main slate I pretty much just want Najee and like yeah. I don't okay I'm fine with either defense here by the way I guess I'll mention that yeah I think these are good picks for the defense mm-hmm. and like <laughs> Steelers defense is really cheap and I know they don't have Watt but it's a gross game it's they're it's snowy it's gonna be like a ball control type game so I I don't hate it because they're like two six or something. Yeah, they're like I think they're the cheapest defense, and I understand that you know the Bills could absolutely just dong on them, but just the conditions of the game, I don't think this is super high scoring. They make more sense to me than some of the more expensive ones. Yeah, so going through it, so right now, yeah, Steelers are the second least expensive. The least expensive is the Packers, which I don't want to do. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, the Steelers defense is gaining some steam. So if that happens, I may kind of bail. Because, like, if we get the Cowboys defense not popular, I will definitely go there. Yeah. Because right, right now, worth, Bills I is mean, most popular. I also think the Bills is fine. Yeah, I'm um, cool with, like, either defense in this game. And then I'll... But, yeah. that I think the Steelers are probably a pretty solid play. Like, they're going to, like, do stuff. Especially with their safeties back. Like, what happens if they shut down the run game of Buffalo with their safeties and Josh Allen has to throw? That could end badly for the Steelers, but it also could, you know, really work. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'll let me pull the paces up because I thought this was actually a decent pace game. I, it's a I think the, be, the, best, game. the best pace was um, is actually the Browns-Texans uh, game. <laughs> and then this is... I don't know, man. This is this is kind of lower on the pace. Never mind. This is this is not a good game stack game. Well, the Steelers have a pretty good pace, don't they? Is it the um, Bills? The Bills have a higher pace than the Steelers. The Steelers are pretty slow. I wonder if that makes of sense. Rudolph. They've been run heavy. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, Rudolph is slow too. <laughs> you can't help physically. It, wink, wink. Physically, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, but anyway, uh, move, moving on. Um, I guess speaking of Cowboys defense. Um, I think if you want to pair them with Pollard, that might not be yeah. a bad way to go. But going into this next game, we've got Dallas hosting Green Bay. We both have Dallas here. The total is uh, 50 and a half. Dallas is favored by seven. And I think you and I are on the same page. A lot of Cowboys fans are really nervous because it's Green Bay. And I'm going to just say, like, it'll be all right. I think this is a pretty dominant win for Dallas. Like, it's yeah. probably the game I am most confident with. Yes, which feels so weird to be confident <laughs> in the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. But here Their we are. Their offense um, just matches up so nicely against Green Bay's defense. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to see why Packers fans hate Joe Barry this game. <laughs> Dude, oh, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb is going to go insane. Yes, he it's, is. It's really tough on this slate, too, because, like, I want to play CeeDee Lamb, but He's he is so expensive. Weird. He is uh, he is the most expensive, right? Yeah, by a large margin, he's like a yeah. thousand more than Amon Ra. And he so that makes it really tough. Be... Yeah, that's where it gets kind of tough. So looking through here, we like we like Lamb, we like Fergie, mm-hmm. like Pollard. So mm-hmm. we like Dallas a lot. Obviously, you can go Dak with any of them. Um, yep. I 
I put Fergie in, in bold here because I had a little bit pending with him, sort of. I liked him regardless, but him and Cooks kind of depended for me on Jair. Um, uh. It's it's a weird thing. So, like, no Jair obviously helps Cooks matchup-wise, like, easier corner matchups, but I think it's more of a CD thing, if anything. But without Jair, we kind of touched on this last episode, they run a lot more zone when he's out. Mm-hmm. Like, they're way more zone-heavy, so that's a boost, boost to Fergie uh, for me here. Yeah, I mean, I they're like just gonna... Cooks too. Like, I, I mean, yeah, they're I all kind fine. of just like the Dallas onslaught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Joe the Joe Barry defense will like they'll let you take short stuff a lot too, and so I think that yep. does lend to quick stuff to Lamb and Furry and just letting them yak. Yep. And yeah, so perimeter defense for the Packers, their their middle of the field is terrible. They're really good, like on the outside. And I'm just like, oh, so, you know, they won't be able to use Michael Gallup. Well, fuck, pack it in. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shit. Oh, darn, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no Michael Gallup this game. What will they do? <laughs> Pollard, <laughs> Pollard, Lamb, Fergie, Cooks, they all just roast over the middle. Like, mm-hmm. and this is at home where Dallas is currently undefeated. Um, I don't know, man. I... Uh, I'm sorry, Packers fans. I don't think this is a good one for you. Yeah, it's it's tough. So, <laughs> so w- w- with this, I mentioned Jair. I don't think he's gonna play. He got like a new ankle injury designation and didn't practice uh, today or recording Friday. So that's not a great sign at all for him. Um, yeah, AJ Dillon's doubtful. So like, if you want to get to Aaron Jones, I don't mind it, um, but I don't like love it. And then Christian Watson's questionable. I think he's like legit questionable. I have li- I have literally no clue if he goes. I don't think he's gotten in a full practice yet. So that's my hesitation on if you make me choose, I'm going to say like 51 sit, 49 play. Yeah. Maybe a little more lean sit. I'm going to lean more sit. He hasn't played in weeks. It's a hamstring. Uh, yeah, he got some limited and he's questionable. I, I feel like they might want to get him a full. But again, like, do you really need him here? And like, you, you want to have everyone, but it's he's, he's been he's so finicky with that hammy this year. I feel like he might lean to sit. If he plays, I'm interested because of the price. Um, so my favorite matchup in this game, like the only Green Bay player that I'm actively like, yes, play them for sure, is Jaden Reed. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah. The slot matchup versus Dallas, we've, Dallas, we've seen it a lot. Jordan Lewis is the easier matchup for sure. Um, he's also getting short targets, design targets, what they're going to need against the pass rush. Like, And another thing of it is we saw... Um, with uh with DK when he torched them not that they're the same at all but when you like can get past the man and yak it like that is an opportunity you have versus Dallas um their total yak allowed and like their yak for whatever isn't isn't very high just because like they're usually not getting beat but when they do get beat it's bad so it's bad bad yeah they're because their safeties aren't great yeah and so like that is why I'm like you know if Christian Watson can go I do have a little interest because He's the type, you know, who can just house the slant, like when he gets it open like that. So I would, I would be intrigued. But main thing is, is Jaden Reed here for me. Yeah, I like Jaden Reed. I did want to mention Jordan Love. I don't think that I'll be playing him. Price wise, he's not bad. Um, he's pretty much yeah. right above the garbage tier. Uh- <laughs> yeah, he, he's it's he Stafford and Goff are like all grouped together in price. Exactly. And I do think that, like, if the Packers are going to have any chance to keep this close, they need him to run. 
Like, he's going to have to avoid pressure and Micah Parsons and whatnot, so he's going to have to scoot with his legs. Um, And that's free fantasy points for you. I don't think he's terrible. It is his first playoff game, though, in Dallas, so, like, I don't love it. (laughs) Love it. But uh, I don't think it's the worst option. He is going to get rushing yards. Or at least he fucking should. I don't know, Matt. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the reason I will interest it. So I bet him. I bet him on a rushing touchdown at some point earlier in the week, or like the anytime touchdown, which you know essentially rushing touchdown for him. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think he's going to catch one. That would be insane. That would be if insane. there if there's a quarterback this week who I think is most likely to catch a touchdown, it would be Jordan Love. <laughs> 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 that's not a bet I'm going to make or anything. Um, no, but yeah, against like man heavy teams, like that's the thing we talked about a lot, especially like. With the Pats, like, that's been one of the reasons, like, they, you know, you can run on the Pats as a quarterback is they're so man-heavy cover zero. Like, Dallas isn't going to go cover zero, obviously, but they're they're aggressive and man-heavy, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like Aaron Jones. I just don't know what this offense is going to look like. Like, they do have Musgrave and Kraft back, which is yeah, really like, interesting. It's annoying fantasy on those two, because, like, I would like it to just be Kraft. Right. Because la- last week it was mostly Kraft. Um Musgrave didn't really play much, but I feel like, you know, the snaps are going to get ramped up here and it's going to just be an annoying split. Like, I, Aaron Jones, I think, is in a decent spot. It's just his price and some of the other running backs available. I just, I, I don't love it. I'm not playing him very much. If it... Yeah, like, I'd, ra- I'd rather just go down 200 to Pollard. I'd rather just go up a little bit to Cook or Gibbs. Right. So. But yeah, this is the game I think we're most confident on. Um, Dallas's offense should roll. I'm fine with this being the game stack for people. Like, if you just want to go Dak, Lamb, Cooks, Fergie, and then spot fill, <laughs> you probably can. Yeah, that you can even run back with Jaden yeah. Reed. Yeah. Yeah, like if you want to do the Dak, yeah. Like I don't know if I'd go Dak, Lamb, Pollard, Fergie. I'd probably just go Dak, Lamb, Ferg, and Jaden Reed. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I do like that, yeah. For, for me, like, I think f- a fun way to do, like you said, with Pollard is I like pairing him with the Cowboys defense if they're not going to be popular because, like, everyone's going to go to the Bills instead up there just because of the weather and it's Mason Rudolph and everything, which I get. But Jordan Love, for as good of games as he's had lately, is still Jordan Love. Is still Jordan and Love. And la- lacks a lot of accuracy at times, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the play is you either do Pollard and the defense, or Lamb and like that whole stack. Like uh-huh. I don't. I think you want to use Pollard as an anti-Lamb leverage stack. Because mm-hmm. like Lamb will be kind of popular. Um, yeah, Fergie will be popular. <laughs> so yeah, like I think I think if you do that, you just stack it and run it back. Because J- Jane Reed won't be super popular or anything. So. But anything else from here uh, before we move on? Um, there wasn't really anything Dallas and Drew to keep note of because Gilmore sounds like he's going to go. I guess keep an eye on it to make sure. But um, I, the other one, I guess, is the um, the other Green Bay receivers. What like what's your interest level on them? So if we, if we say Watson sits, it looks like it looks like Dobbs is going to go. Uh, that would make Dontavian Wicks the other guy. He he's forty eight hundred. He's probably who I would want is Wicks over the other ones. Just because Wicks yes, has so. such a wiggle to him. Mm-hmm. So looking at that range, the is the, if, if Watson sits in, we have Wicks viable. Right above him is Cooks at four nine. So that's the dilemma. Is like I would have to not have that hundred to play Wicks right. over Cooks. 
So, and I think Wix is also like bigger than people realize. Because uh, I remember when I first looked him up, I thought he was like five eight. He is like six one. They got they got to get big receivers for uh for Jordan Love. <laughs> for Jordan Love's air mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 is six one. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, this it's, this one feels a little more straightforward. I feel like we don't have like a ton to say here, but so, sometimes it is obvious, you know. Yeah. But yeah, we got we got Dallas here. Feel pretty good about them. I definitely would like to get a Dallas player or more in in my lineup for sure. But next up, we've got the other game that looks nice to stack with the Rams at Detroit. Yeah. Uh, we both have Detroit here. I do think it'll be a good close game. The total is 51.5. Detroit favored by three. That keeps going down a little bit. I think it was at four initially. They went down to three and a half, then three. Um, obviously, the big news we're waiting on is Laporta. Um, he got in a quote-unquote full practice today. Um, Insane. <laughs> so if he plays, this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Like, without him, it's pretty much just, like, Kincaid and Fergie and maybe move. But, like, at that point, probably Fergie. But if Laporta plays, it gets really interesting. Because, like, it's also a spot where, like, what if we don't know till game time? And you get Laporta, like, virtually unrostered. Like, it's kind of enticing. So, like, yeah. I if, if we don't have anything definitive, like, by the time the slate locks, what I'm probably going to do is just set myself up a swap and, like, I, I, I'm, this isn't positive, but, like, one thing I'm going to look at is setting up a swap where I have, like, Laporta and someone that I can drop down to, like, Higby or or Brock Wright. Because James Mitchell's out, so if Laporta doesn't go, it's just Brock Wright. Yep. So, he like, if, if Laporta misses, he's pretty viable. So, that's, like, a 3K gap, um, and Higby's at 3-4. So, just, like, set yourself up a switch if you want to do that is my thing. Because, like, if he plays, it's a good matchup. <laughs> it is. I personally like just piling on Amon Ra. That's kind of my lean for this one. Yeah, I do think this is a great game. Um, my official prediction is that the Rams are leading late into the fourth. Detroit takes a lead, and then it ends with Stafford turning it over to the Lions <laughs> for like a two-point loss. I think that'd be very fitting. Be kind it of would like, be. you know, a little emotional. Mm-hmm. Like you go, I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, yeah, he'll definitely get a standing ovation coming back, like to Detroit. Obviously, everyone's gonna, everyone loves him there. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is the matchup I've been, I was wanting to see for so long. I was like, oh, I want that, want that like revenge, quote not revenge spot, you know, just old team spot. I'll say. Right. But you know, lo, lo, um, Amon Ra like is gonna get so many targets. He's um, gonna get so many targets, and he. Um, I was listening to something. They were talking about how he runs like some of the most in routes of any receiver. And that's a really weak spot for the Rams hmm. too, which I thought was interesting, but it, yeah, he's just targets alone. I do really like Amon Ra here. This is Detroit at home. I'm likely using golf a lot. I'm sure he's very popular, but you know, I think quarterback's fairly flat. Yeah. He's currently the quote unquote most popular, but like, Dak and Stafford and Goff are all kind of jumbled together there, and then Love fourth. Yeah. Everyone's pretty off of the other quarterbacks in that weather. That makes sense. But um, yeah, like Amon Ra, like the individual matchup, like slot matchups, not like anything to like you know nut over. But uh, he's good enough that it's not really it doesn't really like matter that much. It's and gonna I be, like it's, him yeah. more if Laporta's playing because in the event that Laporta is basically just a blocker and more of a decoy than 
that help that just helps Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. And if he actually is good to go, it's lighter coverage. Yeah, exactly. Um, one guy I do like though is is Jamo Jameson Williams here. So it's kind of a weird one. It's not like anything wonderful matchup wise for him. Um, their outside corners are a little iffy, especially like with Kobe Durant and stuff. But they've been really weak against the deep ball. Um, uh, it was like fifth worst or sixth worst or something against the deep ball this year. Um, as far as like yards allowed deep. And um, like looking at the guys who beat them, like the archetypes. Um, like Darius Slayton just did. Like Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, especially Rashid Shaheed. Um, yeah. Terry, they're sort of similar. Um, Odell Zay, like, sort of similar there, like Elijah Moore, Marquise Brown, like, a lot of guys who are either very similar or similar enough archetype that you're like, okay, I, I can see where this is going. It's, like, guys who are good deep. And I'm pretty sure Terry got that, like, got a big deep target that game, too. So, um, he's back, he's healthy. He was looking pretty good before he got hurt against against Dallas. So, I'm I'm excited about him here. He's definitely started to work his way into the offense. It took some time, but you know, that's just how these things work. Uh, yeah. For those that were very impatient about it, like Jill, <laughs> he's definitely started to establish himself. I'm a fan. I definitely like him for showdown, but I also might be playing him in a main lineup. Yeah, he, he's really cheap. He's 3,500. The other value guy that I like a lot is in this game, and that's Demarcus Robinson. Um, now, is that the... with Laporta? Well, I guess... Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think it's yeah. just going to be passing. Yeah, Laporta's presence doesn't really affect me on Jamo at all. Yeah. Just because, like, if he's out, you know, more targets. If he's in, is he decoy? If he's full go, like, again, the easier cover. Like, I don't think it's really impacting me much on Jamo. Because right. he's also someone who doesn't need, like, ten targets. He's also someone who can get there on three or four three. and make it work. <laughs> yeah. So. And Khalif Raymond is out. Yeah, Cleve Raymond's out too. So, like, any, some of the design touches that might go to him are probably going to go to Jamo instead. Um, so so just I, maybe I a couple like extra, but it helps. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off there. Oh, no, you're good. I was, I was, I was basically done, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, Demarcus Robinson's the other value um, I like, and he's the very popular value, possibly the most popular player on the slate, which makes me a little worried that Demarcus Robinson's the most popular player on the slate. But <laughs> it's a it's a good matchup. Like, the outside corners for Detroit have been getting absolutely roasted. I don't know if I just... I don't know how much I want to trust Demarcus Robinson as the chalky player in the in a playoff game slate. I think an interesting play against that would be to go with Davis Allen. Now, I know that CJGJ's back, CD Deuce. <laughs> um, but he is more of the strong safety after all. And I think Davis Allen has shown enough flashes that like with Higby just being out for so long, I I think that's an interesting play. The Lions have yeah. been a tight end funnel this year. Yeah, because Higby. So Higby actually, I really, like. I thought he missed longer. He's only missed two games. He's just been kind of absent <laughs> like a lot this year. He's um, invisible. Yeah, so like I'm kind of like he is a little interesting in the sense of like okay, he's playing. Well, assuming he's playing, he like, he's still questionable. Um, I guess I'll go through the injuries at this point. So Higby's questionable. He got limiteds in Thursday and Friday, so I think he goes. Um, if we do find out he sits, like that makes it pretty interesting on Davis Allen, but other injuries. So I need to check on Duke Shelley, but he doesn't really matter a ton here. Um, Fuller hasn't practiced all week with an ankle, so I don't think he goes, um, note boom. He didn't practice Thursday, but he got a limited Friday. 
Um, and same with the reader. They're both questionable. And on the other side, we've talked about Laporta a lot. We mentioned uh, Khalif Raymond. But uh, Jerry Jacobs and James Mitchell are out. And then uh, James Hughes is not back quite yet. So One of the interesting uh, things that I'm trying to figure out is who Goff's like, main target will be. Um, and I'm wondering... So I think my play is... Like, instead of someone like Aaron Jones, I'm going to go Gibbs. Yeah, I would would rather go him. Yeah. I think he's going to get a lot of passes. And part of that is just because the the Rams' pass rush is almost entirely through the interior. Like, they don't get a lot of outside pressure, but they do get Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald up the middle, who Mm -hmm. have done real... Like, I think Kobe Turner has, like... He has like he has nine sacks. Yeah, they've got like him, Aaron Donald, Bobby Brown. Like they've got a lot in the middle. Yeah, right. And Goff doesn't like that. So I, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like this is why I would really like Laporta if he was healthy. Like I would absolutely love him because that's just your quick get the ball out guy. Yeah, it'd be so. And I'm good. wondering if like that ends up being Gibbs. I could see that. Like, cause one thing I like we've talked about as the seasons progressed is like. Gibbs getting more usage. They're wanting him to get him more involved as the games matter more. Like in the playoffs, they're probably going to use him a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board with that. I mean, he's had a lot of high high target games this year. So I mean, he's he's had 71 targets on the year. Ah, there we go. Yeah, that'd be so, uh, that's that's kind of what I've been trying to piece together. I'm like, okay, the Rams' pressure is mostly right up the gut. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. the Lions' O-line is good. It's not like, you know, I mean, Frank Ragnall's a dog. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not... a good line matchup for them. A lot of it based on Detroit, obviously. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, it, the, I think this is one of the best games. Probably the one I'm least confident in. The Rams have just been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, still and they match Detroit, up all versus but... Detroit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, Gibbs is one, like, Gibbs is someone that, like, the running backs on this slate... They are all, like, a lot of them are good, solid options. Like, pretty much every team, you could be like, I'll play the running back from this team. Like, we've got, like, legitimately six good choices. I mean, seven if you want to count Monty, which I'm not really huge on him here. But, yeah. I mean, he, he could also just fall into three touchdowns. You never really know with him. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got a ton of viable running back options. So, I've kind of just let it, like, fall into place. Like, if it's someone like Gibbs, like Kyron, who makes sense in a stack, I've, like and I've had that stack. I've let it go. Like sometimes I'll pick Pollard or Najee or Cook and do the defense with it. Like there's a couple ways you can go with the running backs. So I, th- I think that would make sense. Like have one in a stack and have one as a one off with the defense. Or, or you know you don't have to do it that way. But there's a, there's a few ways to do it. Just because I think it's gonna get pretty flat and spread out at running back as we get to lock. Because like I feel like more people are gonna go to Najee and Cook with the bad weather. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe they'll drop off. I don't know, but it's it's not really very condensed to one guy here. So yeah, I agree with that. And then I think last thing for me is Puka versus Cup. So oh. I'm I'm on Puka more. I agree. The matchup makes a lot of sense for Puka, but I just I just get that feeling that it's playoffs, playoffs, and <laughs> playoffs. Stafford and Cup just have that sort of innate connection you know he's gonna look for him i i might be doing like i'm probably gonna do two of the same lineups one with puka and one with cup 
Yeah, they're only 300 apart, so it's pretty easy to make it work. Like, that is what I'm nervous about, is, like, Cup's only 300 more while I'm not just playing Cup. But, right. I mean, Puka's been awesome this year. Like, the matchup makes a lot of sense. Like, on the outside, they've been getting torch, as I mentioned. Like, that's why Demarcus Robinson is viable, because the outside corners right. are Kindle, Vildor, and then Cam Sutton's been getting cooked lately. So, like, we got Puka on the outside in these soft matchups. So, like, if I'm picking one, I'm leaning Puka, but, like, I'm fine with either. Or both. Yeah, same. <laughs> Might do one like, with both. Yeah, like you can go both. So this is what we were talking about last night when we were looking at these lineups. I If I go both, I don't also want Demarcus Robinson because I think it's hard for them all to work out. Mm-hmm. So that would be one where it's like definitely go Jammo over him as like the run back pretty much. Yeah. But if you go like one of them with Demarcus Robinson. I'm assuming you can't also get Amon Ra in there, right? And so I did one where you can get like this whole game pretty much um, <laughs> I can, I'll see how it worked as we go but while, while, while I put that together is there anyone else from this game you, you like you want to mention or should we move nah, on to Monday that's night that's alright <laughs> alrighty so Monday night we've got Philly at Tampa I've got Philly right now um, not extremely confident they're favored by 3 4 to 3 and a half total um, injury wise it's a little tough um, so they lost Sidney Brown to an ACL tear he's out for sure Rip. Blankenship and AJ Brown have not practiced yet, so we got this is the Monday night game, so the Friday practice isn't final. We'll know, we'll know, you know, Saturday, which will be the day you hear this. So you might know by the time you hear this, who knows? But I don't think Blankenship and AJ Brown are going to practice or going to play. If I had to pick, um, and then Hertz had his finger hurt, but he's been fully practicing. I think their DC might be concussed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of injuries there on the Tampa side. There's a lot of questionables and limited. My guess would be they all go like if they're getting in some limiteds already, that they're gonna make it. I mean Baker is really banged up. He's the main one I'm watching. I know he's really hurt. Yeah, he's he's been hurt, and if he gets smacked around more, it might be a little tough for him. Like if Trask has to come in, they're done. Um, yeah. And then Godwin didn't practice Friday. Uh, that might be rest because I haven't seen much else on him. He's kind of been dealing with a knee issue all year. So that's my guess is they're giving him some rest. And then Mike Green looks like he'll be back. So that's a, that's a nice plus for them up front. Yeah. They're, this is an interesting matchup. I, I've i really struggled with it. At first, I took Tampa. Um, I think my ultimate prediction is that Philly will probably win one before just getting absolutely destroyed next round. Which, yeah. it, which is kind of why I'm like, why don't I just take Tampa then? Because... I, I like I do not think Philly makes it past the divisional. Like I'll just say that now. Um, yeah, I just I just don't know if I can pick Baker and Todd Bowles led team to I win a playoff like game. To is see all Baker win it, but I also I'm I, like I know he's a tough son of a bitch, but he's really banged up. Yeah, I feel real <laughs> bad for him. He's got like hurt ribs, hurt ankle. That's I'm pretty sure his elbows hurt. They're just not even mentioning that because it's like the fourth thing. <laughs> it's like when they list DeAndre Hopkins like on Houston, just leg, like leg. all of his legs. Yeah. Um. So this game, I will say, like my assumption is AJ Brown sits. So like, I obviously, do love Devonte. Really like Goddard. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think like that's a fine. Like if you're doing the all weekend slate, like ideally you're stacking one of those games that we just talked about the last two. But I don't mind like stacking this game actually. Is because it's probably going to be way less popular, like going Hertz, Devonta, Goddard, Mevins. 
Well, the thing with Hurts, at least, is you know you're getting at least one rushing touchdown. Yeah, and like you could, I, I would find just stacking just Hurts and Devontae, too. Right. That's he agrees. And part of me thinks that might be the play, <laughs> as mm-hmm. weird as it sounds. Um, sometimes the more expensive ones are the way to go. Yeah, like, and it's it's not like it's that expensive either. Like, Hertz isn't that much. I think I, I think he's less than Jalen, but more than the rest, but not a ton more. And then, like, Devontae's really fairly priced because he's missed some time. Mm-hmm. Mevins is a nice price. So, like, I think, I think that's a fine way to go on that, like, little stack there. Um, so, we were talking about Mevins a bit. And so, so, Slay's back. Right. But they now have Matt Patricia at DC, who Slay hates. And then also because he sucks. Yeah, he's been running more zone. And so, like, and he's just coming back from a decent absence. So I'm like, I don't know if he's going to play the full allotment, how it's going to go with the little the new setup and in zone. Because, like, if you want you want him and man. So I I still like Medmans a lot here. He's going to get a ton of targets. The rest of secondaries, but <laughs> all these safeties are gone, too. Which, like, if anything, that's kind of a little nice bit for these other guys. Um, I f- well, I forget his name. They, they've got a couple guys that rotate around, but I think Trey Palmer is the other one who's been the deep threat. I'll double-check that. Yeah, I've got David Moore and Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer's been more of the deep threat. Yeah. He, he's he's kind of their third guy right now. So, I mean, yeah, if they're no safeties, he, he's a deep threat, and you know, he could get some looks. But um, that might be more, but this is more of a showdown thing, I think. Yeah, I assume most of this game will be more showdown stuff, unless you, because there's basically the all weekend slate or the showdown. Yeah, I, I don't know how much all weekend I'll do. I'll probably just focus on the, the broken up ones. Yeah. Um, so like, if if AJ Brown plays, are you going there? Like, what level of health do you think he is if he goes? Not great. Um, yeah. To- I'm not really going there. I actually like Mevins more. Oh, yeah, I love Mevins here still. Yeah. I like Hertz. I like Mevins. I would really like Godwin. I just don't really know what his health is. I mean, he's been doing fine lately. I, I'm pretty sure they're giving him rest. I think he had, like, he's had a couple pretty solid games lately. He had the one with a bunch of targets. He finally scored. So his last four, uh, 10 for 155, 6 for 78, 3 for 80 when I touched down, 6 for 51. So he, uh, he's been doing better lately. They've been giving him a lot of rest. He's still getting no touchdowns. <laughs> right. A thousand yards and two touchdowns is insane. It's just, you so. know, he does some slot stuff. If Philly is missing, uh, what's his name, Reed Blankenship, then I really like him. Yeah, uh, which I'm guessing they will be missing him. Yeah, I think he's going to be out. So there's your slot matchup. Plus, you're running a stupid zone scheme with man corners like... I'm. I feel like I'm talking myself into the Bucks here, but I do like. I, like I think Godwin might be my guy, and I like Mevins too. I might. I'm. How dumb am I if I play a Baker Mevins Godwin stack? Like okay, so let's talk. Eagles I looked really at that in the all weekend because Baker's really cheap. So. Baker's really cheap. The Eagles have been giving up over 30 points a game over their last six. They are the worst in the NFL, ahead of only the commanders who have the worst defense I've ever seen. <laughs> um, especially since, you know, they traded both of their edge rushers. Like the, the Eagles have a negative 59 differential the past six weeks. They were That's 10 brutal. and one, and they are now at plus five differential 
because they went negative 59. I mean, that's their defense is that's awful. Brutal. And I don't know how much Slay that. helps it because it's going to be zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at with it. It's that's tough. like putting Namdi Asamoah in man-to-man. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do or that? Or like in the, in the zone, yeah. When, when, the like, zone. When, <laughs> yeah, when they got, you know, I know what you meant. I was lying because it was on the Eagles is why it it's so funny. I know. <laughs> but anyway, uh... enough of that. <laughs> no, yeah, the Philly defense is a mess. I, I know Slay's good. But I don't know if him coming back is enough to make it not. It might go from like dog shit to like dog water. Yeah. But <laughs> it's still dog something. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for for me, like I'm not really on the running backs. Like just with these defenses, this is a very pass funnily game. So like I, I took the over initially on this, and I'm still on the over with this just because like it's all pass game here for me. For like, sure. We like Mevins. We like Devonte. We like Goddard. We like Godwin. So we like either quarterback. Um, yeah, this is def like these are both kind of pass funnels. Mm -hmm. and you yeah, can this, run this on the Eagles; it's just not as easy. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a game like you can stack up fairly easily. I'm looking through it. I'm like, ah, yeah, this all kind of works. Yeah, like I'm doing a showdown, and oh, I I made a pretty fun all weekend one just now. So I did the the Baker, Mevins, Godwin, Devonte, Goddard, and then. Najee Pacheco, Chiefs D, and Brandon Cooks. Wait, say it again. So I did the the Baker Godwin Mevins. Okay. Um, I did Devontae Smith. I did Dallas Goddard. Okay. Najee Harris, Isaiah Pacheco, Chiefs D, and Brandon Cooks. So I like don't mind that. that. I do like that. How but, much is Cooks? I'm curious. I know we uh, he's 49. I think he's <coughs> he's in a really good spot. It's yeah, he, just he's in kind of a no man's can... land in price right. too. How many mouths can they feed? But Dak has looked his way a lot. He really thrives in those over-the-middle like slants. And Green Bay really sucks against that. Like they're so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dallas is gonna score a ton, and like it's not like they're gonna let up like part of it through the third. They're gonna pretty much go until like Green Bay surrenders. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like we've seen Dallas like have to let up, and we we could see we're gonna see them not let up against a deep team they should crush. Yep. So. But anything else with this game before we uh, we get going? No, I think that's it. Um, I am going to take Philly. I Definitely am for now, but... I'm not confident in. Yeah, not not super not super confident about this. Um, this one might have some rain, but it doesn't look like it's going to be too bad. So... Yeah. Yeah, Dallas... Hilariously, Dallas, Dallas is my most confident pick this weekend, which is hilarious. Right. Against the Packers. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> Gotta love it. But um, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in, though. Um, you can find us online at Mozzie and the Muscle and on Instagram at Mozzie and the Muscle. You can find us on Twitter at Mozzie and Muscle. And, uh, you know, please share this with a friend. We uh, get stuff up online, getting these out. So we appreciate anyth anything you uh, share to help help us grow, grow the show. So thank you for tuning in, and we will uh, be back next week.